This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG cast. everybody guys girls non-binaries animals aliens orbs robots uh, we're tired globules (laughs) globules globules yep okay okay i love them all cool Mm -hmm. collect them all you know the theme on this podcast seems to be people leave about this point every time <laughs> they want to give us a chance and they leave when they hear us trying to come up with weird things yeah so but, bye thanks but, for joining yeah, us but for those of you who have stuck by love you so much and we thank you mm-hmm. many many blessings that's right bless blessings on your house yes i don't know what that means as and, you stay safe at home exactly stay stay safe everyone yes in this episode, we are going to be talking about digging in. Uh, I wanted to talk about like really digging into your collection. We've had time to do that because we are safe at home. We are? And oh. uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. And we've been getting into digging into a bunch of our games instead of just going, hey, let's play this same game 82 times or hey, we don't have enough time in the day, so we can't play all these games that we want to play. So we've actually been kind of hunkering down and playing a lot of games, so I thought we'd kind of get into that. Yes, sir. Uh, but before we do that, let's talk about let's talk about some games we've been playing recently. Okie dokie. We actually got to dig into a couple of games that Logan got for Christmas, and those kind of, those games kind of get put to the side sometimes because they're in his room and not in our collection downstairs. Yeah. So... We were able to get into a couple of different things. We were able to play a game called Kids Against Maturity. It's basically like a... a spin-off of Cards Against Humanity. Yep, except for not as offensive. There are um, a couple of things that threw me off on that one. <laughs> and, of course, he doesn't know what they are, so uh, yeah. that was even more entertaining for us, I think. Yeah, exactly. So there's a couple of things where it's like, he laugh at it and we're like, um, I really hope he doesn't know what the real meaning of that oh, is. Oh, he totally doesn't know. He doesn't. He doesn't. But so, that was that was fun. That was fun. And then we played another game called Rubik's Run, which is basically you have these tiles on each end of this. It's kind of like a battleship. Yeah, it looks like a battleship board yeah. almost. And you have this little itty-bitty shake-up thing, kind of like a, uh, what's that thing called with all the letters in it? You shake boggle? It kind of like a boggle thing. You shake it up and you get this three by three grid and you have to line up. You have to basically move these tiles around kind of like when you did those old, trying to think of what those old tile games were where you well, it was, It's basically around. like a brain teaser. Yeah, where you move the things around and you try to make a face. Well, this one you try to make a six by six grid and when you're done, you push this, you pull this thing down. It's 
that says Rubik's Run and you put it onto your sign, it clips down and it shows that six by six grid of the colors that you made and whoever races to do that first wins. It, I think it was really fun. It basically frames you what you made yeah. in that section. Yeah, and it's it, it really is its own brain teaser because it's really mm-hmm. hard to like move things around like. Logan's really good at doing mathematics and stuff like that, but his brain was just kind of like really like, okay, how do I move these to get this one to the other thing, and how do I do this, you know? And it's it's one of those games where at first, when you first play it, it's like, okay, it's Rubik's run, so you're supposed to go as fast as you can, but half the time your brain's like, uh, how do I do this? Well, and I don't know that I was paying attention when you added the colors to each sides of the board. Do they match, or you just add them in there? Ask me that question again. I was thinking about something else. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm not sure if I stepped away when you guys were setting up the the boards on each side. Do mm-hmm. the colors on each of the sides match? They don't. Actually, They're just you, you random. Take, you take the tiles and you put them in there randomly. So that could make a difference, too, based on the pattern that you shake. Oh, for sure. To be able to do it. So somebody might have a like a better advantage on the one side versus the other. But then it could come back around on to the other person the next time. Yeah. Or it could even come back to them on that game because they could think, oh, I've met at an advantage. But then you start moving the tiles around and screwing it up. And then you're like, oh, what did I just do? Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a fun little interesting different take on the Rubik's brand. I really I really enjoyed it. So. Yeah, that was a good game. That's glad we got that. Uh, and then we pulled out a oldie but goodie, Dima Monsters by Pandasaurus and IDW Games. Yeah, really we haven't fun. played that game in a long time. In fact, we didn't even remember how to play it. Yeah. It started coming back to us as we were reading the rules. Mm-hmm. So so for the people that haven't played this game, how do you play Diamond Monsters? Oh, you're going to make me explain it. <laughs> yeah, turn right Awesome. <laughs> well, I feel like, first of all, this game comes in a fairly smaller box, but kind of a fat box for the contents of it. Yeah, it's like a long box that shouldn't have to be that long. Yeah, it... Really, the contents could come in a smaller box to save space on your game shelf, which is kind of weird. But anyway, the goal of the game is each monster has their own name. And I can't tell you exactly what the monster's names are because I don't remember them offhand. Yeah, I don't think that really, like, no matters. No. But each person that you're playing with gets cards one through five. And each monster has diamonds that are assigned to them on the bottom of the cards. But... There's one monster that has, uh, you lose two diamonds, and there's one monster that has no diamonds. So basically the goal of the game is you hand out so that everybody each has one through five of these monsters. You flip the middle card over, and you're basically bidding for this monster to put in your hand. And if you match with anybody in the group, then you're basically wiping out that monster. So if you're bidding for a value three monster or something like that, but Kurt and I both place a two out, then we wipe each other out, and then Logan would automatically win, Use putting his monster that he bid with and the monster that he won out in front of him. The goal of the monsters in front of you or your collection of monsters is to get either a collection of three monsters of the same type, so you could get three threes, three fours, whatever, or whoever gets five diamonds in their collection of of monsters in front of them. 
The trick is, is that, like I said, some monsters don't have any diamonds on the bottom of them and some you actually lose. So you have to keep that in mind as you're bidding for them. Another trick or another thing in regards to this is that the ones are the lowest when they're competing. The one monsters, I should say, are the lowest when they're competing against any other monsters except for they beat out if somebody plays a five. So they basically trump a five monster unless there's no five in there. So if Kurt played a five and I played a one and Logan played a three, really when you looked at it, you'd think, oh, Kurt would win with a five, but the one actually trumps his five. Now, if I played a one, Kurt played a two, Logan played a three, Logan would win with a three because nobody played the five. Yeah. So it adds a little bit more of an element in there to the game to be able to do that. Yeah. So so, so like Tracy explained it in great detail, which is awesome. Sorry. Uh, no, that's, no, that's <laughs> great. No, that's, that's what I wanted. So the one thing that, that I'll kind of add to it, like, you know, depending upon what monster it is, you have, you know, so many diamonds or you get negative diamonds. So, like, one, the number one and the number two have two diamonds each on them. The three uh, monster has zero. Z- zero. Yep, the four has two negative diamonds, and then the five has one diamond. Yep. And so you're, you know, you're trying to get, you know, like like Tracy said, you're either trying to get five diamonds before you win, or you're trying to get three of the same monster before you win a diamond, and then the first to four diamonds actually wins the game. So yeah, it's, yep. it's a cool, it's a cool little thing. It's just, it's, it's not that complicated of a game, but you have to really be good at reading the room. Or, have, or sometimes you have, you have to be lucky at just throwing all the right thing. You have too. to read the room, and you also have to remember what card, what card or cards the person next to you or the person around you or whatever have already played. Yeah. Because now they have them in their collection, and you don't know whether they acquired that card from the center of the table or whether they collected that card from their hand. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, go from there. Yeah, and those and everything's public too, so you can kind of look to see what everyone's played, and then you know try to go from there. But yeah, I think it's one of those games that it's a nice, easy pickup game, a nice light, you know, in between thing, and it's it. There's not a ton of thinking to it, but still really fun to play. So it was cool that we got yep. back to that. Yeah, that was a nice little surprise. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know that we would have um, played it had we not organized our game shelf to be able to see it. Yeah. And have it easy to grab and slap on the table. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then lastly, we played a game that we... It feels like we've been playing this a decent amount lately, which is cool. And then we were able to play We were able to play it with Logan again. Is Vikings Gone Wild. Oh, so yeah. That was fun to play with him again. It's funny, and I've got to talk about this too, as we're talking about our subject. But like when we were digging in and playing games with Logan, boy... He really wanted to play, but anytime you'd be like, oh, let's play with this expansion. No, I don't want to learn that. He is like (laughs) the dude who does not want any games with expansions. Yeah. We have discovered that over the course of the last week or so. He he is like ixnay on the expansions. Which is funny because like we we taught him a new game this week and yet still like, you know... He just didn't want to learn any expansions. Anytime you even said anything, he was like, what? Expansion? No. I don't want it. Well, but he also didn't want to learn that game either. And then probably he was like, I don't really like this game. And then 10 minutes later, he was like, I like this game. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know that he really knows. I think 
his thought of expansion is like, oh my God, now I got to learn all this other stuff on something that I originally liked. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, oh man, I'm hosed. Yeah. But, you know, we were going to add an expansion to Vikings Gone Wild because we have two expansions. And um, we ended up starting to add an exp- or take out one of the expansions, add another one to it. And then we thought, we're going to lose them. <laughs> and so we ended up taking out the new one that we were adding in and just playing it plain base game. Mm-hmm. And um, that worked out really well. Yeah. I yeah. think we just need to sneak in the, maybe that magic one. Oh, magic yeah. expansion I, first. I, yeah. He's fine. He's played the expansions before mm-hmm. for games. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think he's just one of those. He's like playing the old crotchety old man game where he's like, I don't like change. But then as soon as he plays it, he's like, I like it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So silly. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. He's weird. He's ours. Yeah. We, we love him. Yeah. And, of course, we played a, a ton of other games because we've had the opportunity and I had a few I'm going to use giant quotes, days off of work um, from working from home now, a days. Um, So that was nice. Uh, Back to reality tomorrow. But we've played a lot of games. So those are just a few to give you an idea of what we've been doing. Exactly. And so that kind of rolls into the topic of digging in. So, you know, I thought it would be kind of fun to speak on, like, you know, Tracy had just talked about like she had a couple of she had taken some days off that we had originally were going to take off for Logan spring break. Well, now that Logan does not have school, it seems like a weird mood point. But I think that it was great that you still did it, even though like for me, technically right now I'm out of work. I'm getting paid for not working at the moment, but that might change in the future. So we'll see. Well, and I think it was nice to be able to do something a little bit different and take off some time and actually we're at home and we're playing games normally but to make a marathon gameplay Mm -hmm. so what did we do like our first day we played 10 games yeah which is unheard of for us oh my god we were just boom 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 and it wasn't like we were trying to pile through and do like the most amount of games that we could do in one day it just that's just the way that it worked. Yeah. And, it, like, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was I mean, fun. it was exhausting, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. And it was... That was our first day of spring break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I liked the fact that it wasn't like... And I talk, kind of talked about this at the beginning when I was introducing what we were kind of talking about. Like, it's cool that we weren't just trying to play games to rush to play games... We were kind of looking about like, oh, what do we want to play now? And we didn't just go, okay, well, let's play the easiest one to kind of put together or let's play one that we haven't played because we need to get games on the table that are in shrink wrap or whatever. You know, we just kind of, whatever floated our boat, like, we just kind of picked. And, like, even for, like, I'll speak for myself, like, there were some things where now that we have this collection down in the basement and we we were sitting down there playing games, like I was just able to kind of see and look at everything and be like, you know what, I'd really like to play this game again. Where, you know, maybe if the times were a little different and I was back to work and then, you know, this whole virus thing wasn't a thing, like it might not be something where I have enough time or maybe I don't take enough time to, you know, pick out these games to be like, hey, let's, you know, bring these to the table again. Well, yeah, and I think that there may be people out there that are 
um, digging deeper and trying to knock off games out of their collection that they still have wrapped or that are on their stack of shame or a stack of opportunity or whatever. And we have played games that are on our um, stack of opportunity, but I feel like we played those prior to this. Mm-hmm. We've just been playing what we want based on how we've organized our games and by publisher and what we feel like. And I think that's okay mm-hmm. because our goal isn't to get to knock all those off. We have a ton of games that we have. Okay, not a ton, but we have a lot of games that we haven't played that are still wrapped or that we looked at and then we just didn't have the time to play them yet. And I think we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But I think right now our focus is to dig deeper into things that we want to be able to enjoy that we know. Mm-hmm. Like a, an example of it was the quest for Eldorado. Mm-hmm. So that's a game we really, really like. I think mm-hmm. well, maybe I should speak for myself. <laughs> Don't speak for me. Yes, that's no, a I, game I love it too. that I really, really like. And I've been talking about wanting an expansion for that game forever. Well, we decided to order the expansion online and have it sent to the house while we're home. And we had it sent and it came and we opened it up and we added it to the game. And no, Logan did not play because God forbid it was an expansion. <laughs> And he's never played the original game. But Kurt and I blended the two games together, the base and the expansion, Heroes and Hexes, right? Is that what it's called? Heroes and Hexes, yes. Yep. And we learned how to play it. Um, We actually learned how to play the game correctly. (laughs) We took the time to do that because there were a few bits and pieces that we had kind of mixed up when you're playing the base game Mm -hmm. so we wanted to make sure that we really knew what we were doing this time so we blended the two games together we sat and played it last night i loved it Mm -hmm. i would have loved it even without the expansion but i love the game no matter what yeah i like that this well i know now we're kind of i feel like we're kind of Talking about it now, playing kind of thing, but I still well, but I want we're, to talk about it. But again, we're talking about how we dug deeper yeah, into exactly. playing yeah. this game too. I really like that it. Yeah, it it's it's really not a lot. It's just you know a little more. You know, there's some more tiles to add in to you know have more map variation and stuff like that. But you also get some different heroes that are kind of their the characters themselves are like play on different things like they've got like indiana jane or something like that instead of indiana jones and they've got like uh what's the one character crocodile yeah crocodile oh my god what was his name it wasn't crocodile dundee but it was like crocodile daniel or something like that it made me giggle yeah it was pretty funny but you know it, it, it was a lot of these characters from different movies and stuff like that and it was really cool but like then it introduced curses which are negative things for different people but like even though they're like, their curses we think of curses as like super really bad. Like some weren't that as bad as you would think, so you can get rid of those easily. And some were ongoing, so they were kind of annoying. And then it introduced like demon cards that mucked up your hand. It was it's cool to be able to get into like the deeper. You know, seems like that's the the word for today. The deeper. Uh, Do a little bit of a deeper dive a into deeper the dive game. In, yeah, exactly. So it was cool. Yeah. But um, but yeah, now you know it's 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 opening up 
possibilities, you know, not only for us for gameplay, but it's also opening us up more possibilities for things to talk about on this podcast. Like, I, you know, I, I was able to look and was like, wow, we have a lot of Z-Man games. I like to play every single one of those Z-Man games and then just compare what we like and dislike about them and why they're in our collection and stuff like that and, like, focus on a Z-Man thing. And there might be a thing where, like, people were like, you don't have that many Z-Man games. There's tons out there that people, like, you know, that have in their, they have in their collection and stuff like that. But it's just, it's cool to be able to see, like, we really could dig deeper into, you know, our collection and really, you know, we even talk about, like, lightening the load so like if we you know find a game that we're like oh it's just i don't really feel like this needs to be in our collection anymore because it's just taking up space like you know that could be something too where it you know it could really it could really tell us you know what we really need to have and what we don't right let's play this game one or two more times to see if we really let's play this game one or two more times to see if we really still have an appreciation for like we did before Mm -hmm. or thought we really needed to have it yeah we're finding that even or we found that even with games that we didn't barely open Mm -hmm. that we got rid of yeah that we thought we just had to have and then we realized like the topic at hand or something just wasn't really capturing us yeah well, even with talking about, like, that Dima Monsters, like, like is, you know, a lot of people might think, you know what, that's not really a game that needs to be in my collection, but, like, playing playing with our family and, like, thinking about, like, eventually, like, being able to play that with, you know, the, with, you know, other people once, you know, once we can actually, you know, do more, <laughs> more hang out with other people, like, that would be a good game to play with, like, my extended family and stuff like that, too, so it's, you know, it's good to be able to go back to some of these old older games where you're like, okay, I need this in my collection, or do I? And then you go and you're like, oh yeah, this I actually still really like this game. I just haven't played it in so long. Well, that's like when we, um, when you picked to play Parfume mm-hmm. last night, I thought, huh, God, we haven't played that game in a long time. And having us um, play that one again yesterday was... I thought a really great choice. It made me realize how much we had, or how long it's been since we played that, mm-hmm. and how much I really like that game. Yeah. And that one is a good snag if you're um, into building up your board game collection, I think. Yeah. Because that one seems to always go for fairly cheap. Mm-hmm. I actually think I convinced uh, somebody that I work with to snag that game when it was really um, discounted on Amazon one day. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's one of those games that I think is is purely underrated. And even though I had a terrible time at that game last <laughs> game we played, because I my luck on that game was so sucky, but I still appreciate that game and I really like. Right. Well, and I think it steers people away because of the topic. Yeah, because it's like, oh, we're building perfumes. But it's like, yeah, just because the theme might not be something that you're excited about doesn't mean that the gameplay and the game itself is not is not a great game. Right. You know? And, right. and I, I think I almost felt like that because I think, I think you're the one that grabbed this game kind of on the whim, on a whim. When, yeah, I might have. And, uh, it, you know, it wasn't, I don't, I don't think I balked at it. I just was like, oh, this is interesting, you know? 
And then when we played it, I was like, wow, this game is cool. I'm surprised I never heard of it before, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how I, how we stumbled across that one. We've had it in our collection for years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's probably one of our first, I shouldn't say one of our first games, but we've had it for a long time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that one thing that the digging in deeper into our games is, I don't know, both good and bad, <laughs> depending upon who you talk about it, like... You know, just like Tracy said with, you know, seeing El Dorado and wanting to get the expansion, like, it gives you an opportunity to be like, you know what, I really like this game, I'd like to dig deeper into, you know, maybe getting expansions for it, and then not spending money on a new game that you might not like as much. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's, you know, it gives you a chance to appreciate those games that you know have more replayability by getting the other stuff to complement it. You know, I think that's that's a good thing in itself, too. So then you're not, you know, possibly spending money on a new board game that you're just getting it just because it's the hotness or maybe it's on sale or something like that. So, Or a spin on that sort of is, I think, with us being home, we've been buying a fair amount of games that I'm surprising, or I'm surprised that we've been doing. Um, so we did buy the expansion for quest for Eldorado, but we also played Clank the other day and did a little bit of a deeper dive into that one because we hadn't played that for a long time. And then we realized how much we love that game and how much Logan loves that game. And we ended up while we were playing Clank, but Clank in space, Mm -hmm. which is not an expansion to Clank. So here we are with another game. But that's okay because, I don't know, I think that's okay. Yeah, well, it, it's something that we, it's a brand that we know that we like. Yeah. And it's not something where we know when we bring the, when we bring this to the table that, you know, we're going to be like, ah, oh, bah, it's another clank, you know. We really enjoy that series, so like having another game just rethemed and a little different, we're still going to dig it a bunch. Yeah. So we have that waiting for us to dive deeper into two which i think will be good mm-hmm. and then just us poking around trying to find i don't know if we're looking to find other things we did find that um expansion for el dorado but we i don't know you stumbled across unfair mm-hmm. yeah i think it was just one of those things where our, op- our options sometimes are a little limited when we're around here. I know there's some things you can do and stuff like that. Like, we can write, we can do art, we can go outside when it's nice. But, like, board games is something that we have a passion for. Obviously, we have a podcast that you're listening to. You know, but, you know, this is our passion. This is what we This is what we like. So, like, you know, I'll be sitting around thinking, you know, what's a, what's a game that we've been wanting to play for a long time that we can get to the table? You know, I just happen to just think like been we've been wanting to grab unfair because it's it's one of those one of those games that's really hard to find available available anywhere and unfortunately i was a dumb dumb that didn't you know tracy's like we should get this at the last gen con and when we were talking to good games publishing and i was like well you know maybe we don't need to get that now and we can you know get it later or something like that and it just wasn't available like that was my stupid fault but then we were able to find... He still holds it over his own head. I sure do. But you know what? I feel better because we have Unfair now and we have the expansion. So. Yeah, we happened to purchase it on Amazon. It came this week. The expansion came this week. 
Yeah. And it's so good. Play unfair if you haven't played unfair. Like if you know somebody, if you can, it's unfair. Wipe it down and borrow it for, from them, or if you can uh, find it online, just like I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put an MFG cast stamp of approval on it because I think I think it's phenomenal. It's it's ruthless too. So if you don't like ruthless games, maybe you should stay away from it. But it's God, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. Well, and this is one of those games where Logan was like, ah. I don't want to play it. And he kept telling me. And then all of a sudden he was like, wait a minute. I, yeah, I like playing this game. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I I really enjoy it. So. But yeah, it brought out some claws in our family. <laughs> I think at least between Kurt and I. Yeah. Because I whooped your butt. Sorry. I don't ever do that, but it was just so much fun to just beat you for once. Because yeah. especially in that game, I usually am terrible at that game. Yeah, nothing was working out for me. I was broke. <laughs> he is closing down my stuff. Yeah, but he that was, he was bullying. But that tells you a lot about a game. Like I probably lose eighty percent more than I win at this game, and I still like it's one of my top games. So yeah. that says a lot about a game. Yeah, he kicked my butt, but I really thought I was gonna come in dead last, and I beat Logan. Yeah. So. Yep. And you were a lot closer than you thought you were. So yeah. So yeah. So. You know, let us know if there's anything that you kind of been digging your hands into, really getting into, you know, any expansions, anything new, you know, any digital stuff. Because, you know, we've been playing a lot of digital stuff, too. Like, is are there been things that you're like, okay, I have this digital game online, but now I can pay, you know, a, a buck or two for the expansion because I really want to get more of a more of an experience out of it. Well, even on Facebook, I've been watching people... Um say that they've had they'll have more time to paint miniatures or i've been seeing that people have been doing a lot of clay work Mm -hmm. and stuff like that man if i had talent i would do some sort of clay molding clay work 3d work and um, 3d printing and stuff like that man i'd be all over that if Mm. i had some sort of talent or calling yeah definitely so yeah, yeah so let us know um our join our facebook page talk to us at mfgcast on twitter Enjoy your games. Really get, really dig deep into it. Boy, I just feel like I'm just repeating the same damn thing. <laughs> but really enjoy. Just skim the top of that. That's right. No digging deep. That's right. So have fun, have fun and enjoying your games, and stay safe. And until next time, I'm Kurt. And I'm Tracy. And this was the MFG Cast. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.